At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Lazy Geniuses. My name is Kendra, and you're listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast. Here, I'm going to help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Today's episode, episode 32, the Lazy Genius Cleans the Kitchen. Aren't you so excited? Really though, this is going to be so fun. Here is the pitch. We all clean the kitchen, and more than likely, we all hate it because it feels constant. But there is a way to make it better. We've done it with laundry, with cleaning the house, with getting dressed. We can take a task that's borderline annoying and make it work for us, as lazy geniuses do. So today in the playbook, we're going to talk about why the kitchen is the most important room to keep clean, and then the secret sauce, the order of the tasks of cleaning, okay? So let's just jump in. Why is the kitchen the most important room to keep clean? With the exception of the bathroom, it's probably the room we use the most, especially if you're always home. Stay-at-home moms, you know especially how if the kitchen is a disaster, you might as well just burn down the house and start over. It makes everything feel cluttered and dirty. Thankfully, the reverse is also true. If the kitchen is clean, the rest of the house feels clean too, or at least cleaner. My family and I live in one of those HGTV catchphrase, like open concept homes where the kitchen and the dining room and the living room are more or less one space. If you live in a home where the kitchen is in any way open to other lived in rooms, prioritizing the kitchen is the laziest way to keep the rest of the house feeling clean. Okay, now heed this warning, my friends. Don't fall into the trap of procrastinating cleaning the kitchen because you'll cook in it again. Yes, this is true. You will cook in it again. But if you use that logic, you'll die under piles of Tupperware and Pop-Tart wrappers. It's not pretty. Remember the lazy part of being genius. Yes, we love to be lazy. But um, being lazy in this situation where you're just putting it off and putting it off because you're going to do it again, that is not being genius, okay? You've got to clean up after every meal if you can. It doesn't take as long as you think, and then it doesn't all pile up and make you crazy, okay? It's worth it, I think. It's worth it. I mean, I I lived for years where I would let dishes and, like, all the food scraps collect all day because, you know, I'll just clean them at the end of the day. Sometimes I would even leave it, like, for the morning. no. All the sirens, all the red flags, don't do it. Don't leave your dishes till the end of the day or even the morning is the worst. I'm just telling you, don't fall for that trick. Just do it as it happens and it will make your life so much easier. Okay, now let's get into the nitty gritty. Let's get into the order of cleaning the kitchen. Um, Yes, I'm a dork about this stuff. You might think I'm insane, but you get to reap the benefits of my insanity. So you're welcome. Um, All right, we all have 
different sized kitchens. We all cook different foods. We feed different numbers of people, but we all share a few things, right? We all have probably, we all have a fridge, a sink, a stove, a counter, like a place we eat, which could be a counter or your table, um, dishes, food, and floors. We all have those things. No matter what your kitchen cooking situation is, you have all those things. So this order of things, it works no matter what size kitchen you have or how you eat or live because it tackles the things we already have, all right? Now, before we get into the list, um, I've actually put this together in a little printable for you so you can just always remember the order. You don't need to like frantically write it down while you're on a run or in the carpool line. Just um, go to thelazygeniuscollective.com slash lazy slash clean kitchen and you can get your printable if you want it. Okay, now. In order for this list to make the most sense, there are two zones you need to have in your kitchen when you're cleaning up. A dishes zone and a fridge zone, okay? The dishes zone is ideally next to your sink or your dishwasher if you have one, and it's where all the dirty dishes go to rest until it's their time to get clean. So go ahead and mentally choose your dishes zone. And try not to put anything else there. Like nothing. No no food. I don't mean like long term. I don't mean like a bowl of bananas. I mean like don't like stick a, that jar of teriyaki sauce in the dishes zone. Don't do it. That's not where it goes. Okay? So just try to think in terms of only dirty dishes go here. You also need a fridge zone where you gather everything that is stored in the fridge. Ideally as close to the fridge as possible, of course. Okay. Um, I'm like, okay, sure, you can pick up your bottle of ketchup and put it back in the fridge when it's in your hand. Yes, I keep my ketchup in the fridge, you animal. Of course I do. But then, like, you put the ketchup away, but then there's, like, that new jar of applesauce that you opened, and you start playing fridge Tetris, right, in the door. Like, the ketchup fits, but now you have to put the applesauce in. And then, like, where do the leftovers go? And that half-eaten apple the toddler left on the fireplace, like, you end up playing fridge Tetris multiple times over a short span and start to feel a little bit crazy. So the fridge zone, it frees you up by only having to do that once. You only put stuff away in the fridge once, okay? We'll get back to both zones, but as we get into the list, you need to know your dishes zone and your fridge zone. Okay, now let's get into the order of cleaning your kitchen like a lazy genius. Number one, Clear the eating area, whether it's your table, a bar, the living room coffee table, clear off the eating surface. Okay, you move the dishes to the dishes zone. You don't put them away yet. You move the fridge foods to the fridge zone. Don't put them away yet. And then the things you can put away, everything else, okay? Throw away the trash, put away stuff that's stored in the cabinets or the pantry, um, because cabinet and pantry Tetris, they aren't as tough as fridge Tetris. So just go ahead and put that stuff away. Everything but dishes and fridge food gets put in its proper place. Okay. So number one, clear the eating area. Number two, clear the stove area. Put leftovers in containers and then put the containers in the fridge zone. Then you move the pots and the pans to the dishes zone, right? Okay. And then anything else that's left over throw it away or put it away. Number three, clear the counters. Same deal. Put the dishes in the dishes zone, food in the fridge zone, and everything else gets put away. After this point, you should have all of your surface your surfaces cleaned. 
except the dishes zone and the fridge zone. Okay. Number four, isn't this fun? I mean, you might think I'm insane. I promise you, I promise you this works. It's crazy, but this works. Okay. Number four, you clear the fridge zone. It's all there. You play one game of fridge Tetris and then you're done, right? Put all the fridge stuff away. Number five, load the dishwasher if you have one. And here's a bonus for those of you who do. There's also a, an order to loading the dishwasher. You want to hear it? Want to hear it really fast? Okay, so there are two main like like brain hacks when it comes to loading your dishwasher. First, you load items that only have one home. And then you load the smallest items first. Okay, so like silverware is kind of an obvious first choice. But I also don't want to move everything around to find all the silverware just to load it. So I just load that as it comes. Um, but everything else, I start with tiny plastic things that can only go on the top shelf, right? Then I load dinner plates since they can only go on the bottom shelf, like salad plates, glasses, ceramic bowls, like all of those can go on the top or the bottom. So loading them first actually doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because you could put all the bowls in the bottom and then realize halfway through loading that the bottom shelf is filling up a lot faster than the top. The bowls would be better on the top, but you've already put them on the bottom. That's what makes cleaning so annoying is the redoing of tasks. So start with items that only have one home and then do the smallest of those items first and then fill in with the dishes that can go anywhere. And remember that the pot that might be so annoying to wash, but it takes up as much space as eight plates and two bowls in the dishwasher. Like, would you really rather hand wash one thing or 12 things, right? The answer might be 12 things. I don't know. You do you. But don't assume the answer until you actually think about the question. Okay? So that's like a little dishwasher tip. But number five, load the dishwasher if you have it. Um, depending on the size of your meal, you'll probably have some hand wash items left over. Or you might just fill the whole dishwasher with everything in the dishes zone. This, my friends, is the textbook moment of doing a happy dance when everything fits in the dishwasher. It's fantastic. And then start the dishwasher. Um, ours actually has a four-hour delay, which is fantastic because we can still hear the TV at night, but I don't have to remember to turn on the dishwasher before bed. So if you have a timer, use it. It's so great. Okay, so number one, clear the eating area. Number two, clear the stove area. Number three, clear the counters. Number four, clear the fridge zone. And number five, load and maybe start the dishwasher if you have one. Number six, run a sink of soapy water and then wipe down the eating and the kitchen surfaces, okay? If you don't have dishes to wash, either just like get an inch of hot soapy water, you know, just put like the tiniest bit in the bottom of your sink or use a spray cleaner. Um, but I do love having a little soapy water to easily clean the sinks too. So there's just nothing like hot soapy water to clean just about anything. So if there's a surface, wipe it down. If you want to wipe down your stove or your cabinets, like by all means, go for it. I don't do that unless I just want to, or which is not very often, or I'm um, like grossed out by the sudden dirt I find there. You know, like um, sometimes like my, my baby Annie, she will pull out stuff from all the cabinets. We're in that fun phase, guys. So she'll pull everything out of the cabinets. And so at the end of the day, I have to put it all back, right? And sometimes I get down on the level of my cabinets and I've got... Um, we have like shaker cabinets, like recessed shaker cabinets with that tiny little like quarter inch lip. Um, if you are in the market for cabinets, 
don't buy cabinets with a little quarter inch lip because it is such a dirt catcher. It's the worst. So if I, sometimes I'll get down on the level of the cabinets. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is disgusting. But I already have my sink of soapy water. And so I can just wipe it down. I'm already in wiping mode. So it's not that big of a deal to add it to the list. Okay. So you can do that if you want. It's not a big deal either way. Um, but that's what number six is. You run a sink of soapy water. Enough for dishes if you have them. Just an inch if you're just wiping down all your surfaces. Okay. And then number seven, wash the dishes. Pretty basic. Um, now, if you don't have a dishwasher, the dishwasher rule applies to you. Wash all the small things first because you can stack bigger things on top of smaller things. Like if you stop, start with your pot and then you put it down on your drying rack, it covers up like most of your drying rack, right? Whereas you could lean that pot on like a couple of bowls that are leaning on each other. I think it's just better to start with smaller things first when you're washing dishes. Um, I leave my dishes to dry on a towel and then I put them away the next morning when I unload the dishwasher. That's kind of my routine. But if you want to dry and put them all away at once, go for it. That's, that's your call. Okay. And the number eight, wipe down the sinks with the soapy water and then let out the water. And the number nine, that's pretty basic, right? And the number nine, sweep the floor. It is shocking, shocking how much a clean floor, and when I say clean, I just mean swept. I don't necessarily mean mopped because who does that? Um, but it's shocking how much a clean floor makes your life feel amazing. Like it just does. Um, mopping is like unicorn kitchen. I mean, if I get in motivated to mop, I mean, it's literally sparkling. I hear angels singing. I smell that pine saw lady, you know, like it's a real thing. Um, I can't remember the last time I mopped my floors to be honest, eh. but sweeping, I do it every day, every day. And it is such a payoff. And because you're sweeping, when everything else is clean, because it's the last thing you do, um, it's very, it's like therapeutic. I know that's really weird to say, but like that, that sound, that shh, shh, shh sound. <laughs> Y'all think I'm insane right now. I might be. Um, but there's something really therapeutic about sweeping when that's the last thing. And then you like scoop it up in your dustpan and you put it in the trash can and you close that, that cabinet door with your trash can and you look around your kitchen. It's like you're at the end of the commercial, you know, you lean on that broom. Everything is shiny and put away and you like, yeah, man, my kitchen's clean. It just feels good. It just feels good to end with sweeping. It's my favorite. Okay. So that's how a lazy genius cleans the kitchen. You super might think I'm nuts. How can you possibly remember all this? And is it even worth it? Like all the things. Yes, I am nuts. I am. This is very clear. I'm seeing that very clearly, you guys. Um, but it's, it's actually kind of logical to remember, like once you do it a couple times. And again, you can download the printable and just stick it on your fridge if you want at the lazygeniuscollective.com slash lazy slash clean kitchen. And I believe it is remarkably worth it. Um, dozens of you have contacted me about the laundry episode specifically from a few months ago about how you couldn't have imagined how changing the order of the loads could make such a difference, but it does. The same is true here, y'all. It really is. Now it might, I mean, it might not work for you. It might not. Not everything works for everyone. Like we know this, we're all different people and process information different ways, but I think there's a really good chance this order of cleaning the kitchen will be a game changer for you. If anything, it'll stop you from being a pinball machine in the kitchen, you know, just grabbing whatever's closest. And remember, as much as you're able do this after every meal. 
having to start dinner in a dirty kitchen should be illegal. I mean, it's like the worst emotional torture that we do to ourselves, right? So get your whole crew on board. If you live with people, get everybody on board if you can. Like after people eat, they clean up. After you cook a meal, clean up. After your insatiable high school boy eats four peanut butter sandwiches after school, make sure he cleans it up. When you live with people, you're on the same team, okay? The kitchen is not just your territory. And it's the most important spot for teamwork to start, I think. So start, if you need it, start kind of a teamwork culture in your kitchen. It's going to be better for everybody. It really will. Okay, that's it for today. Um, I hope that you are inspired to clean your kitchen. Um, be sure to let me know how it goes in the comments of the episode. Um, you can go to thelazygeniuscollective.com slash lazy slash clean kitchen. You can leave a comment. Um, you can download that printable. Now, let's get to a lazy genius tip of the week before we close up for the day. Do you remember when Rachel Ray coined that term trash bowl, you know, on that show? She like changed cooking for everybody, didn't she? It's crazy. Um, I still use a trash bowl. Well, let me, let me clarify. I don't use a trash bowl. I use a trash bag. Um, I don't have a ton of plastic grocery bags in the house. Um, since we usually use reusable bags when I go shopping, but I always have some, you know, there's always, they find their way into your house, right? I put one of those on the counter when I'm cooking or like I, I line a bowl with one so I don't have to wash an extra bowl. Um, and if you're like a hard no on plastic bags or you don't want to use one just for collecting trash, you could use something that's already trash, like a cereal bag or the bag that held the carrots or the plastic that was wrapped around the head of cabbage. You know what I mean? Like you can use trash that's already trash to corral extra trash. And then when you're cleaning your counters, it's just already there. You know, it's like having the trash bag in your car. It's just having a place for things to go makes it so much easier because it makes it easier cleaning up on the other end, but it also kind of eliminates a decision as you're moving. Like, you know that that's where the trash goes. You don't just like, do I move to the trash can? Do I just put it down here? Do I, I don't know. There's something about it. It seems so simple, but the simplest things are usually the ones we forget the quickest. So, um, lazy genius tip of the week, you guys, when you cook, put out something to collect the trash. Amen. Okay. Thank you so much for listening as always. Oh my goodness. It just means the world. And I know that, um, you've heard it like pretty much every podcast you listen to. They're like, Oh, leave us a review on Apple podcasts. The reason why that helps so much is not for like our egos, or anything like that. I mean, it's nice to hear like kind words, but really it's because um, the more comments there are, even if the podcast has been around for a really long time, the more comments there are um, and the more like star reviews there are, the more that Apple will like put that podcast in people's vision when they're looking for new things. It just makes a difference in people being able to find um, different shows. So not just for my show, if there are podcasts that you love and listen to, like just go put a few star reviews out there and it really does make a difference. Like that one review helps so very much and I read them all and I'm grateful for them all. I truly am. So thank you for leaving a review if you have and thank you for leaving a review if you're thinking about it. If you haven't, I just appreciate you listening more than anything. It means the world. Okay, you guys, remember, be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't and I will see you next time.